0: Point number three then is what? God will always keep his word. Look at verse three. Who is among you of all his people? May his God be with him and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord, God of Israel, which is in Jerusalem. Now, to keep that verse verse three in mind, let's look back at Jeremiah again. Jeremiah 16, verse 15. But the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north and from all the lands where he drive, has, had driven them, for I will bring them back into their land, which I gave to their fathers. God keeps his promises. He says that he will restore his people to the land and that he will do it. Now here's what I'm, I'm not going to do this morning. I'm not going to bore you by reading uh, the census of chapter 2. But here's what I do want you to consider and recognize. Chapter 2 gives us a list, and it gives us a family name, and it gives us a number associated with the people in that family. And then the next verse gives us another family name, and gives us how many people in that family were returning do you know what Ezra was doing with that census list? It wasn't just a record. Here's what it was. Every single verse in chapter 2 was this family. This specific family with this many people fulfilled that promise that God made. It's, a, it's another hammer to the nail saying, if you don't think that God is faithful to his word, then consider this. This family went back. Jeremiah said that it would happen. Isaiah said it would happen. Then the next verse this family went back. This family went back. This family went back. You, you almost get this sense that if Ezra were, were doing this today, he'd get to the end of that list and he'd be like, mic drop, you know, boom, you know, there's the truth. You now, there it is. God is always faithful to his word. And he's fulfilled everything that he said the Lord God brought up the children out of Israel and he's going to and, and, and they were scattered but yet he promised to bring them back in chapter 2 doesn't just give us some general generic statement about them returning no it said this family that's their testimony is the fulfillment of this prophecy and this family is a fulfillment of that prophecy. This family is a testimony of the faithfulness of God. And this family is a, faith, is a testimony of the faithfulness that God keeps his word. And this family is a testimony that God is faithful to his word. Every single verse is a testimony of actual people who can say, yes, God is faithful to his word. Every single verse should prompt us to say, God will always keep his word. Have you, ever, have you ever gone to a memorial that has a list of names? Perhaps a memorial from a war. Um, a lot of times we see them, sometimes we even see them on the back of cars. Uh, We'll see a memorial statement. And often these words are associated with these memorials. Gone, but not forgotten. When I think about that, Ezra 2 is kind of God's list of families in which the header could be read, exiled, but not forgotten. God has not forgotten you. Yet, you may be exiled for 70 years, but I haven't forgotten you and I haven't forgotten my promise. Key point number four then is this. God will always keep his word. Let's look at, at verse four. And whoever is left in any place where he dwells, let the men of his place help him with silver and gold, with goods and livestock besides the freewill offerings for the houses for the house of God which is in Jerusalem Cyrus was in his statement making sure that all the Babylonians supported Israel in their return now there is a there's a group of Babylonians that lived on the southern portion of of Babylon, what we we call uh, today Iraq. And they were often called the Chaldeans. These were educated people, very uh, prone to be aggressive. And Cyrus is letting even the Chaldeans know that they are to give full support in Israel and their return of their land in fact he's saying you do so and you even give them whatever they need but i want you to listen to isaiah again keep in mind isaiah passed away a hundred years before the babylonian captivity even took place isaiah 48 verse 20 go forth from babylon flee from the chaldeans with a voice of singing declare proclaim this utter it to the end of the earth say the Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob now first remember that when Isaiah wrote these words how, how long it was before the Babylonian captivity but second the prophecy is saying that one day they are going to leave Babylon keep in mind they're not even there yet they're going to leave Babylon and even the Chaldeans In Isaiah's description here of go forth from Babylon and flee from Chaldeans with a voice of singing, he's implying that you're not going to be running in retreat. You're going to be singing when you leave. You sing in victory. You don't sing in defeat, and you don't sing when you're running in retreat. You sing when there's victory. And Isaiah is saying, listen, you're going to come out of Babylon and you're even going to come away from the Chaldeans of all people and you're going to do so with singing, declaring that the Lord has redeemed the servant Jacob. And then here's what Ezra does. Ezra then shows how the Lord was faithful to provide for their needs in returning to Israel. And even the list of inventory shows the faithfulness of God to keep his word. So let's pick up verse 5, and we'll read all the way to verse 11. Then the heads of the fathers, houses of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests and the Levites, with all whose spirits God had moved, arose to go up and build the house of the Lord, which is in Jerusalem, and all those who were around them encouraged them with articles of silver and gold, with goods and livestock and with precious things. All that were willing, willingly offered. King Cyrus also brought out the articles of the house of the Lord, which Nebuchadnezzar had taken from Jerusalem and put it in the temple of his gods. You hear that? King Cyrus also brought out the articles of the house of the Lord which 70 years earlier King Nebuchadnezzar had taken from Jerusalem and put in the temple of his gods and Cyrus king of Persia brought them out by the hand of Mithridath the treasurer and counted them out to Sheshbazar the prince of Judah and this is the number of them 30 gold platters, 1,000 silver platters, 29 knives, 30 gold basins, 410 silver basins of, of similar kind, and 1,000 other articles, and all the articles of gold and silver, 5,400. All these Sheshbazar took with the captives who were brought from Babylon to Jerusalem. It, it amazes me that 70 years had passed and here we have king cyrus saying you know all that stuff that was taken out of your temple we we still have it it's over here in storage if you want to take it back with you i mean think about think about that 70 years had passed and all of that was still there listen to jeremiah 27 Verses 21 and 22. Yes, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, concerning the vessels that remain in the house of the Lord and in the house of the king of Judah and of Jerusalem. They shall be carried to Babylon and there they shall be until the day that I visit them, says the Lord. Then I will bring them up And restore them to this place. So, what does a proclamation, an inventory list, and a census say to us today? Well, it should be a resounding, God is faithful to his word. God is faithful to his word. We see it over and over and over That inventory list that, you know, we look at it and go, why does it matter how many silver platters there were and how many gold basins there were? That seems kind of silly. Well, it means everything if you're Ezra and you're reading in Jeremiah where God had made a promise that even the articles that were in the house of the Lord, even those things are going to be restored. And Ezra said, it shows me God's faithfulness. That's what it shows me god is faithful god is faithful to his word he keeps his promises over and over and over again so what does that mean for us well one last thought and then we'll pray together since god is always faithful to his word like ezra we too should conclude to know his word. Let's pray.